I'm Rev David. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. Here's a Bible reading from Luke's Gospel, chapter 14. One Sabbath, when Jesus went to eat in the house of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. When he noticed how the guests picked the places of honour at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honour, for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who has invited both of you will come and say to you, Give this man your seat. Then, humiliated, you will have to take the least important place. But when you're invited, take the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he will say to you, Friend, move up to a better place. Then you will be honoured in the presence of all your fellow guests. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Then Jesus said to his host, When you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or relatives or your rich neighbours. If you do, they may invite you back and so you'll be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid when the righteous rise from the dead. So have a go at calling to mind a very common social situation, although it's not common at all at the moment. Everyone arrives at a do, and there's round tables laid with fancy candles and vases of flowers and lovely crisp napkins. People are hovering about because no one wants to be the first to be seated in case no one chooses to sit next to them. But neither do they want to leave it too late to choose a place, just in case they get stuck next to the boring person. Everyone's mind is really busy making swift calculations about who to sit near, who looks the most important or the most interesting or the most handsome or beautiful. Or call to mind the alternative situation where the host has placed everyone in advance. You search for your name card and find out that you're sitting next to the person who everyone knows has been asked just to make up the numbers. Everyone knows that they're not important, and by being seated next to them, you are belittled too. We've all been there and done that. We've all got the picture in our minds. Jesus was at one of those do's, and he used the occasion to say a few things. It was probably a classic horseshoe arrangement, the big hats at the top, the small people at the bottom. And then the honoured guests come in right at the end and make a grand entrance, which is how you could get caught out and asked to move. Jesus' advice to the guest, don't take the place of honour, take the lowest place, then you won't be humbled and made to look foolish. 
it's practical advice, but also it's about how we perceive ourselves in relation to others. Are we humble or puffed up? And then Jesus has some really radical and hard to swallow advice for the party host. Don't ask your friends or your relatives. Ask poor people, people you don't know, people who can't pay you back. This is all really a bit weird. Why is Jesus asking us to do this? It's difficult, it's uncomfortable, it's just not what you do. I think it's because Jesus isn't really talking about seating arrangements at parties. He's really talking about love, about his kind of love. This is very practical. It's about real life, real love, not just saying the word. Jesus' love puts other people first before ourselves. Jesus' love doesn't expect something back. It's just given freely. Jesus' love is not about social niceties. Don't just love those who love you. Love those that don't. And don't just say you love them. Do something practical, something that costs you. I think this is very hard. One of the hardest passages in the Bible. I'm not sure if or how I can live up to it. But this is Jesus and his message. Jesus, not a cuddly teddy bear, but a prickly hedgehog really. So I've been thinking about love this week. What's it like? What can you do with it? Here are some inconclusive thoughts to take away. Think of a £50 note. I can give it to you. Then I wouldn't have it, but you would. Is love like that? Think of information or knowledge, something you know, or something I know. I can give it to you, and now you've got it, but so have I. We both know the same thing. Is love like that? Or what about a joke and a smile? If I give it to you, if I tell you the joke and we laugh together, then you've got it. And so have I, sort of, because mine's different, because it's the pleasure of sharing it with you. Is love like that? Or maybe love is about time spent with someone who's different from me. Whatever love is like, all those things and more, it has to be practical and real. That's what today's Bible story is about. Love is about real life. How you live your life, and especially how you relate to others. So have a think about love this week. Where is it in your life? And who are you sharing it with?
it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.